but I was a rhinestone cat. All right, you I like all right can I just sure. say that you both of you look like sluts? <laughs> <laughs> like she couldn't remedy it, she didn't know, and she brought him a purple Teletubby, because I guess that's the gay one. Wait, there's a gay Teletubby? Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. they were all gay. No. <laughs> there's, there's one. There's one in particular. Teletubbies don't have genitalia. How does anybody know? Yeah, the no, there's a gay one. There's a gay one. So this is my last day at The View. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I want to thank these ladies. What, what you don't know about us is that these, these ladies, we're really friends. And, and that means more to me than anything. So thank you. Well, <laughs> I'd like you enough to share my frogs with you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Deja the View. <laughs> another damn episode. <laughs> If you are listening on iTunes, make sure you stop by the rating and review section. Give a rating, give a review. I would love you for that. And also make sure you're following us on Twitter at Deja the View Pod. Today, I have two fascinating guests. <laughs> <laughs> One of them you know as Guest Star Jones. That is her birth name, and her stage name is Marie C. Hudson. <laughs> Hi. Also joining us today is Rob Ambra on the ukulele. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. It's really nice to have you finally here. I know. A... It's been a long time coming, I feel like. Yeah. You are one of literally three people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the other two are me and Kevin. <laughs> I'm subscribed, so... Oh, thank God. But I'm still waiting on a review. Or maybe you have. Okay. Maybe no, no, have. I will. I did, did notice the other day, one? like on iTunes, you guys have, I think, five stars. Whew. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, someone tell Billboard. <laughs> <laughs> tell Audible that. <laughs> so I feel really stupid because last week I was like, so happy and i was like the view is in such a wonderful like, they got mugs everything's going <laughs> so well yeah um it's a bit apocalyptic what's happened yeah i thought we were in a better place i was like you can tell that they really like love and support their hosts because they got mugs and they wouldn't do that since so long since they could get mugs and they finally feel good about mm. this group yeah it's like when you're watching a movie or like a TV series and everything is going fine and you're like, oh, I love this character. And they're like driving and it's like not an important scene. And then a transport truck comes out of nowhere and it hits them. <laughs> yeah, that was what happened. I think it's tough, too, because like they haven't had a cast in a while that was like a solid group. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they're like especially like a year ago they had this like random assortment of like eight people that would just come rotating on different days and that was fine but like they finally had like a core group whatever you think about Jedediah yeah. like she was part of that and now they're down to like four with one about to go on maternity leave yeah 
So obviously what we're talking about is Jedediah <laughs> Bila's abrupt departure from the show. With zero notice. No. Yeah. Which we have seen before. Like this seems to be like a running theme on the view of them just being like, Hey guys, so today's my last day. I know we're just into the <laughs> second week of season, a historic season 21, but I'm actually leaving. And it was worse because they were like, first, most important thing, Sarah, it's your birthday. Yeah. We <laughs> had like a birthday party. Like Sarah was wearing a tiara. She was dressed like Prince, Princess Peach. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, oh yeah, we also have one other thing to tell you guys yeah yeah and it was so because she's talking about this like undefined book that like everyone's like this is going to be so great <laughs> but it, she's coming up with the title and then i just noticed in the rest of the episode she was really like i'm i'm out of here i don't care anymore because yeah. they were talking about what? i think it was the emmys which obviously had a lot of anti-trump oh, yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and she has said that i think about when meryl streep spoke earlier this year and so she was just like ripping into into yes. what happened at the Emmys. She hate, she said before she hates when the Emmys get political. She she wants to keep politics out of the Emmys unless it's Sean Spicer. Then she thinks it's funny. <laughs> and so yeah, she was. But she she's was like, like on a tear. She that was day going like, in on that topic. She's like, I'm literally gone in 53 minutes. So yeah. she was ripping through it. Yeah. Oh hey, Candace Cameron Bure. Like oh yeah, uh, when when Candace was on it, uh, Judd didn't speak like at, <laughs> at all like when they were all bantering with her and like having fun she didn't say a word until it was like literally in the script for her to be like so let's talk about fuller house yeah actually it's really funny because when i found out jedediah was leaving marie and i were frantically texting and then marie was like where's candace <laughs> like and being funny then that episode not candace knowing was literally on she it. did not yeah. know that candace was the guest that day <laughs> It's so weird, too, because that article that I sent you was like, which I think was like the Daily Mail. Right. I can't believe like a British publication yeah. is even discussing this right. topic. So, but anyway, yeah. they said that Whoopi was like really pissed off in the makeup room or whatever because she was like, why do you, are you just telling us now? Like it was so abrupt that. Yeah. So I want to get into conspiracy theories because okay. the way <laughs> if you watch the clip, the way Jedediah departed was like it looked like a firing originally before there was a lot articles came out throughout the week but originally we were just left clueless because Mm -hmm. she wasn't promoting anything she it wasn't like when candace was like i have 17 movies yeah Yeah. or when the other one was like raven simone was like that's so raven is coming back yeah like i have a new job i got a great opportunity yeah which wouldn't surprise me really i mean i she seemed really happy at the view but it wouldn't surprise me because she seems really ambitious if she like got a new job doing something so doing more abby lee miller interviews or whatever oh god um <laughs> or like back to fox news yeah if she was like oh like fox wants me back they offered me more money yeah. by but she didn't say any of that she was like i have some things to sort out like i've got offers like i'll be fine i'm, yeah, I'm also like, writing a book me, guys yeah my book's not coming out yet but like i'm writing and it doesn't have yeah. a title yeah. but like i'll be fine <laughs> yeah and it also just was really sad because you can like you can actually tell that she is friends with at least like Sarah and Sunny. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, has a good rapport with Whoopi even. So yeah. you could tell she was just like, oh, fuck, like everything yeah, in my life so is falling weird. apart. Yeah. And, like I we have always like made fun of her or not even making fun of, but like she offers us a lot of material to talk about. But I I really liked her, so I was very upset because I prefer her stance of 
if someone has to be a conservative, I prefer her stance of being conservative that's based in like like facts and not just based in like what yeah. what God wants, like what right. Jesus wants. Like someone like Elizabeth. So I really liked having her there. So it was really yeah, fun. Because actually I found a Facebook comment that I think sums it up <laughs> really perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's not even a crazy person. Um <laughs> She wrote, love you guys, but missing Jedediah. Maybe someday you'll get better people to manage the show. Very bad decision to fire Jedediah. I'm liberal and I don't agree with many of her views. However, she very intelligently expressed them. And it's not easy to find someone with very controversial views who is also lovable. Jedediah was the devil's advocate that you needed and you were fortunate to have her. Like, yeah, that sums it up perfectly because she has controversial views. And like, sometimes I'm like, oh, shut up. You're like, you're screaming, like, Uh stop. (laughs) But, like, she's likable because she got along so well with the other co-hosts. Like, yeah. better than Elizabeth got along with yeah. her panel. Mm-hmm. It's weird, too, because now, all of a sudden, they swapped the chairs last time with Sunny and Sarah. So now Sunny is, like, anchoring oh the Oh, so Sunny has to it's do the full-body side view, which, like, you can tell yeah. was not her ideal, yeah. not her Well, dream. Joy doesn't think so either, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, which we'll get into. <laughs> but, yeah, so we were talking um, about conspiracy theories because... Um, there were first, the first one that came out, um, before we had any Megan McCain news was that maybe they fired her because they had Hillary Clinton as a mm-hmm. guest and Jedediah asked her literally one tough question and people mm-hmm. were saying maybe she was fired because she's not liberal enough or she wasn't supposed because to. She called Hillary tone deaf like yeah. to her face and then also tweeted it. Yeah. So, I mean, liberal people, maybe not the ones interviewing Hillary for this book tour, but this has been something people have been saying for the last like 10 months that Hillary's campaign was a little tone deaf and that she made mistakes as much as the people she's saying yeah. caused her to lose. Right. And so Jed asked about that and they're saying maybe that's why she got fired. Like it would it would be a shame because it's really not that bad of a question. No, she was like it. She just said um she basically like listed some of the reasons that Trump supporters were frustrated. It's not because they're all the deplorables. Yeah. Like Hillary, but like some of them felt there were issues that he was addressing different than her. Yeah. And then Hillary answered that question and then they like they moved, moved on. on. Yeah. So that was and like Hillary's answer was like very good too. It wouldn't like, if you just like had it on in the background, you would never think that like that was a big moment. on no. the show. No, but I think people were just looking for any reason that she would abruptly yeah. leave. And her tweets I think that her tweets came across like uglier than the conversation did itself. Yeah. Like, cause her tweets were just like all of the people who think that the Sean Spicer thing wasn't funny are tone deaf, just like Hillary's tone deaf. Like basically <laughs> she that's does what the hate Hillary were. though. Like she she's yeah. said so it before, came across very harsh in, in the tweets. She said before that she wants to debate Hillary one-on-one and I actually would love to see that. <laughs> like that would, like, that would be a good debate. But it's kind of like here in my head, I think it's kind of like how sometimes in my head I'm like, if I had to go up against like uh, like Tanya Harding in a fight, maybe I could win. Like maybe something would take over and I would win. And so I feel like that's Jed's thinking about Hillary. But it's like realistically, I would never beat Tanya Harding in any (laughs) athletic competition ever. But it would be so entertaining to watch us sit down with Jedediah and Hillary Clinton. The same way it would be entertaining to watch me try to compete against Tanya Harding. Yeah. I do think it's funny with Jed because what was it like a month ago or maybe earlier in the summer she was promoting that other interview she did 
with Abby Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and like she presents herself as like a very serious part political of show, yeah. like interviewer, panelist, political uh-huh. commentator. And she was like, guys, I'm just going to throw on this clip. I have an exclusive. My exclusive interview. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the most stupid, sensationalistic thing. that, And they showed it like three or four times, like yeah. promoting it. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched clips from it and it actually was like very entertaining. Like it's sad, I guess, but it's like Jedediah, like go, she like lives a day in Abby Lee Miller's like <laughs> final days before prison. It's actually, it's really strange that she is the host. I feel like she probably like put herself out there to be like, let me interview someone uh-huh. and they were like you can have this so she took it so so <laughs> she took seriously. it so seriously like the, you know that's like yeah she wasn't gonna half-ass anything yeah so the other big conspiracy theory that i think i'm thinking this is true it's uh-huh. unconfirmed by abc but there was a you sent me a daily mail article link great source um yeah <laughs> but like the thing about the view is that a lot of times the rumors do come true i know <laughs> Like, pretty much every time the rumors are true. Probably because, like, someone's leaking them. Like, you know, someone from the inside is, like, leaking it. Well, yeah, because according to this article, this is what, and I'm going with this as the truth Uh um, until until I learn otherwise. (laughs) But this is what happened to Jedediah is that someone at CNN, a friend of hers, tipped her off, according to this Daily Mail article, um, that they were replacing her at The View with Megan McCain and that they were right. finalizing a deal. And so apparently Jedediah found out, went to ABC and was like, what the fuck? Was You just put me on a mug. Yeah, you, I just <laughs> bought just the mug. mug season. Shot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that kind of explains it because she probably was like, okay, well, I quit. Like, well, I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to fire right. me in two weeks or whatever. Um and the article is actually hilarious. Yeah, there's a third conspiracy theory. Um, like which one? That she was a diva in the hair and makeup right. chair. Yeah, and she expected so, to leave the chair looking like Kim Kardashian every day. It goes on to say <laughs> it, it's it's like the article's written so well. It's like, well, it didn't help that she didn't make any friends in the makeup room. Oh my god! <laughs> Apparently, she would bring photographs of Hollywood stars and be outraged when she didn't leave looking exactly like them. And then so it also- someone, so obviously a makeup artist was like <laughs> leaking this elaborate story. Yeah. I um, feel like they've wanted Meghan McCain on the show for a long time. Because there was like a period around that, like when she, her dad ran for president, where she was on as a guest host, like mm-hmm. a fair amount. Yeah, she used she to was okay. guest host a lot. And they, the hosts got along with her really yeah. well. But like... um three out of those five people are are not on True. the view anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> little late. A little too little too late. Yeah. Um, and it also, the Daily Mail article also went on to say, I feel like these part, like, how could this be true? It says that, um, she would never, she didn't share her personal life with the audience enough. It was like the audience what? just didn't take to her. I feel like I know more about her she, than anyone else. Yeah. She got engaged she, during yes. her yes. time on the show. <laughs> and in the article, it says that, um, her fiance had approached The View and wanted to propose on air. But it fell through because he demanded that they pay for the engagement ring. Oh, my God. This is... I'm not buying that. No. no. Like, I feel like that's reaching. And she, like, I don't know. She always would share about her relationships even before she was dating this guy. She 
was like really vulnerable in saying like how she was single and like Mm -hmm. wishes that she and she was the one who was like i could see myself dating a woman and everyone else was like why like i don't i couldn't and shed is like the only one who was like yeah i could fall in love with a woman that's what made her so easy to stomach with her like crazy views because Uh she she was she shared so much of her personal life so you like liked her like do you think they're gonna bring paula ferrison in any bigger capacity Oh my god! I'm like scared to talk about Paula Ferris now because I, I feel like we, like we we like blew ourselves like because we were like ha 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 the Friday girl yeah and then and then like, she's gonna be like every like it yeah. hit the fan yeah because Sarah's going on maternity leave yeah like, yeah is Paula gonna step in like this four person lineup it's not working for me it hasn't exactly worked <clears throat> the last <clears throat> couple weeks. But the thing about Paula that I just can't take, and this is what I at first didn't like about Raven Simone, is this is like this is what I always say in my head, and I can't believe I'm gonna say it out loud. But like, if you can't stand in your views, then you can't take a seat at the view table. <laughs> <laughs> like, because yeah. back when Ra- like there was a time when Raven wasn't open about her sexuality, and it was like, don't yeah. don't sit here and like. Yeah, if you're just gonna like say what you think people want you to hear, yeah, then it's that's the opposite of the view. But she came around, and like Paula Ferris, she's a journalist, so she won't say who she voted for, right? So I don't want to have you in a political conversation when you're just like tiptoeing around the fact that you probably voted for Trump, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you like won't fully say that you're conservative. It's just. Yeah, like, I feel like Paula tries to, like, be, like, the funny, like, cute, relatable one, but that, she's, like, that's a character, so that's why I, yeah, I don't, I don't fi- think she's like, fun yeah, at that's all. why I can't, like, get mm-hmm. close to her, because I feel like I'm not actually getting the real her, even though I didn't agree with everything that Judd had to say, I felt like at least I was getting the real her. Yeah, because with Paula, she works for ABC News, like, that's her job. So Mm -hmm. she's not going to like step out of those bounds for her one day a week on the view. But as a result, she's not that interesting of like a panel. Like you're not engaged by it. You can't like have your foot on like both sides. You have to like commit. Yeah. And like Barbara Walters was a journalist, but she, she never would say outright who she voted for, but you knew her political views. Like you knew that she was obsessed with Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Like she didn't like she co- cosplayed as Hillary Clinton every day of her life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, uh, I can't, I meant to read these when we were talking about Candace because I, there was a moment where I thought can I was like, Oh my God, is Candace coming back? Like, is she ready to commute back and Again. forth between LA and New York? <laughs> so I like went to the Facebook comments um, because they were, Everyone loves Candace I'm, on Facebook. No, like some of them love, I guess like some of them love Candace, but there's a lot of people that are just like, take your Bible and shove it up the, your ass. Oh like, <laughs> <laughs> because she's the kind of conservative that like, at least with Jed, you know, she's trying to think and present her facts or her version of uh-huh. why she believes like Candace is just an idiot. Jed is a libertarian. So her, right. her views are not like, it's not like Bible based. Right. And that's like what the Daily Mail article was saying. It was like, well, they're looking, they don't want a libertarian because she is too unclear to the viewers. Right. They want a Republican. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the comments were freaking out about Candace, Jed and all of this. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to read some of them. Kelsey Elizabeth said, 
love Candace, hate the view. You're in the wrong section. Like, this isn't the Fuller House Facebook page. Another person just wrote, she is a skank and hiding behind a pretend Bible. A skank? A skank. Candace. A skank. Carol DeLion. I would I would not watch because CCB is an event. CCB is an evangelical bigot, judgmental in every capacity, and has nothing whatsoever to add to the religious, political, or social arenas. Additionally, I normally adore Whoopi, but her attack on Sunny was uncalled for, and that bizarre exit from Jed, well, there is something seriously disturbing going on at The View. They had it completely right, finally, with this panel. When did Whoopi attack Sunny? Like, who knows? This person, (laughs) like, doesn't know what they're, where they're writing. Um, this person, I think, was just, like, really high and couldn't stop talking. <laughs> Carolyn Ashile Gaddis. I'm excited to hear more about her book. I guess that's Jed she's referring right. to. Same. Candace Cameron Bure, like the other women on The View, offer a cultural relevancy to pertinent topics affecting our society. Oh, wait. No, Candace has a book, too. It's called oh. Staying Stylish. She also has a book from the past uh-huh. about being submissive to your husband. Right. <laughs> staying submissive and yeah. this one's staying stylish right um <laughs> she goes on to say i'd love to know more about topics that the other hosts are passionate about involving american culture that influence their own viewpoints external of political figures since e- since each woman has a professional background that led her to the view it would be interesting to know how they came into it and what ways they are working to empower other women to contribute to their own professions and happy birthday to sarah <laughs> <laughs> like someone just ate a weed cookie yeah <laughs> you're right though that that day was so weird where it's like they had a big prolonged sarah yeah. birthday her husband her and baby came, baby out, came out and then once they sort of brushed that off it was like we have an announcement jedediah is leaving <laughs> today <laughs> and welcome back our friend candace cameron Bure like, for the day i'm not trying to make it all about me but that episode specifically felt like just attack after attack after attack on like everything that i hold dear it was like it's sarah's birthday here's a reminder of like how perfect and good looking her family is. yeah <laughs> and then also oh now that you <laughs> have warmed up to jed <laughs> she's fucking leaving Guess who's here? <laughs> Candace. Yeah. It was like a nightmare for me. It's Nikki. so weird too that that was her last day. Cause like, I remember like when Rosie was like or her original time and she's like, you know, I'm not coming back. She's like, my contract will end in June right. or whatever. And obviously Rosie left more abruptly, but uh-huh. at least they gave us notice. But now everyone leaves and they're like, today's the day. Yeah. And like the girl had to announce it herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like Jenna dies. I get it now. If it, if that's the case that she was she being was, like, replaced and found out yeah. before her... she was supposed to know. Right. She was like re- creating her own destiny and let, instead of like letting them write her off. Yeah. Nikki Chapman agrees that it was a weird day. My thing is this. <laughs> it was Sarah Haynes birthday and it should have been celebrated <laughs> like whoopies and like all the other hosts having Candace and her full house buddies on again like she had when she was already a host. Sarah got put on the back burner and she deserved better. Like, yeah, I agree with Nikki, <laughs> but it's like, but I agree with Nikki in the sense that it should have been about Jed leaving. Yeah. I mean, this is a grown-up having a birthday. Like, we don't need a whole hour yeah. to celebrate her birthday. I'm sure but Sarah's also... fine with the first five minutes yeah. being about her birthday. Yeah, but I'm not. Sarah <laughs> shouldn't be put on the back burner. She's all That's they have true. left. 
Sarah is so like bubbly and laughable now, and I think Whoopi is really enjoying her. That's the sense mm-hmm. I, now that they're like sitting now next that to they're each roommates. Other, yeah. <laughs> every time Sarah starts some big thing and starts laughing, Whoopi's like right there with her. Yeah. yeah. And Whoopi doesn't laugh much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can make Whoopi laugh and Whoopi likes you, then you can succeed on the view. And well, unless the execs just decide to fire you anyway <laughs> and not tell Whoopi. Like Sarah could just not be coming back from this mat leave I'm at like this dr- rate. Yeah, I'm dreading her, the mat leave. Mm-hmm. I actually just feel like they don't want the show to succeed. <laughs> like they just had those years like i guess maybe two three years ago up to a year ago where it was uh-huh. so chaotic like i wasn't even really watching like i had to be told shares. that joy was back and i really liked joy and i was like i don't know if i want to watch this like mutated version of the view where i don't know who mm-hmm. anyone is right and they finally settled and now it's like kind of back to that yeah it's it's just i just like i this entire episode i could talk about it like it's sort this of like the, the season Jedediah. finale of a TV show where they're like, we've got three people to write out and we've got yeah. all these massive changes to introduce Yeah, and you're not expecting any of it. Yeah. But it's like the start of the season. In an ideal world, like Sarah wouldn't even have a mat leave. It would just like, she'd give birth and then the next day it would be like her and then the person sitting in like Jed's seat is Sarah's baby. Like that's like <laughs> in, the, in my perfect world. <laughs> And her really hot husband. And her husband is holding, <laughs> propping the baby up. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this? <laughs> You're not old enough to vote. <laughs> I so this is the Jedediah postmortem yeah. episode. Uh-huh. We're just having a meeting to discuss how we're gonna move forward, basically. <laughs> and I don't know. And if it's Megan McCain, it's gonna be hard for me to accept her, but. I I love the view unconditionally. I'm just gonna have to get into keep moving. Yeah, (laughs) Megan McCain's like a weird one because I remember when she would appear on the show, and I remember thinking she's good. But in the intervening time, she's had some show on Fox, Uh and the president has said all these terrible things about her dad, including that he's not a war hero. Yeah, Uh and then I saw a clip of her on her Fox show like a few months ago, like defending Donald Trump on some random issue, and I'm like, how can you even? Oh my God. Listen to his voice. (laughs) Like, how can you even let alone defend him? I can't even say like, oh, they just want like the ratings to improve because the ratings did improve this Mm -hmm. past year. They were doing better than the talk. So I can't even be like, oh, they fired Jed because Megan McCain will bring more ratings. Like maybe she will, but like the show was too, like you, you don't like, don't fix it if it ain't broken. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess ABC has never. I'm kind of shocked. That Whoopi is still there after mm-hmm. 10 years. <laughs> I will be shocked if Whoopi comes back next season after this Jed firing. Because I feel like the only reason she agreed to come back is because the panel was finally solid right. and working. Uh-huh. I don't think she would have come back if there had been more. If Jed had been fired at the end of last season, I don't think Whoopi would have come back. Oh my God. So fuck you guys. Oh my God. ABC. Okay. Is there anything else we need to get off our chest about this? Because it's really hit me harder than probably any other firing I've ever seen on The View. I just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just upset. I'm going to miss when Jed would like sometimes like code switch and like start talking in like Italian. A, in Italian. <laughs> With joy. Or in her like, like, yeah, in like a, in different accents. I'm going to miss that. Yeah, I'm going to... Megan McCain will not do that. And if she does, it's going to be a problem. 
It's not gonna have the same effect. I can't believe we're never gonna hear Jedediah go, Who's Vinny? <laughs> Ever again. Are they gonna film an intro for Megan McCain dancing in the Oh my god, song? with last season's like background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what are they gonna do about that? Oh my god, the also, Mary J. Blige. I can't theme believe song. we're never gonna see that clip of Jed dancing in the theme song again. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, also, like they are still using the mugs, but oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys <laughs> notice that they all have clearly been told to like never Rotated. reveal the jet the like the side with her on it but when paula was on it obviously <laughs> she fucked it up and had like the jedediah side like front and center I <laughs> and actually, no one else did i actually noticed during a topic sarah had her mug like awkwardly positioned on top of her notebook yeah. and it i thought that looks so weird and out of place but she probably was so scared yes, of, like, <laughs> of accidentally <laughs> placing it also, on the View like web store, they had been selling a t-shirt this season. Oh. You know, like that style of t-shirt that has like people's names. You know, it's like oh, a black yeah. with the white yeah. font and it, it'll be like... It, so it said like, Whoopi, Sarah, Sunny, like Joy, Jed. The website is... Uh, like, they took it off the website. <gasps> and it, yeah, so you oh can't God. buy it anymore. So they're trying to like erase I her. Would, I want to buy that. Well, you can't now. <laughs> it's gone. Did anyone see a Friday episode with Paula since Jed's been gone and Joy was moderating and she was just so into Paula. Like she opened the show and she's like, Paula, I'm so happy to see you here today. Who said that? You look beautiful. Oh my Joy, God. You look so beautiful today. <laughs> Joy is like in that stage of her life where like she's always said pretty much every anything she wanted yeah. to say anyway but she's like now joy like be, mm. getting up there in age is just like she's like kind of trolling a lot yeah, of the time she does yeah. a lot of trolling yeah. yeah and sometimes sarah there was a topic where sarah was like saying how joy trolls paula uh -huh. all the time and joy was like i don't i don't know what you're talking about like, oh my god <laughs> she doesn't even know she's doing it <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready to move on i'm just gonna we'll miss you jed yeah worried for the future yeah of the show so rob yes. you are new to the show um how are you liking it so far it's been good it's been good to decompress on this topic we, that was a very negative start but i feel lighter mm -hmm. just to like get it off my chest yes um so since this is your first time on the show, Rob, yes, I of course would like to play a little game called "I Have Questions." Okay. Um. So I'm gonna name View co-hosts, and I want you to say the first question that comes to mind that I would ask to them. Yes. Okay. Do you want me to put the timer on? Marie is gonna give <laughs> one minute on okay. the egg timer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I think oh, I'm good. ready. And Are you away. ready? And away <laughs> we go. Raven Simone. How do you feel about the fact that you and I have the exact same birthday, same year? Whoa, what's And sign? can we celebrate together? What's your sign? Sagittarius. Okay, Candace Cameron Bure. What's your next lifetime project? <laughs> Nicole Wallace. <laughs> um, I actually like her. Uh, how was it working for George Bush? Well, Rosie Perez. Oh, God. Um, why did you leave The View? Michelle Collins. Who are you? 
Rosie O'Donnell. Why do I still love you so much? <laughs> Paula Ferris. Oh. <laughs> I deliberately gave you all of yeah, the Yeah, these are all these like random people. <laughs> Paula Ferris, um, why do you still do this gig? Like, what do you get out of coming here one day a week and Ugh. totally being the like sixth person on the roster? That is such That's a good, good question. question. I have no idea why she does it. Because okay. she used to be on all Megan the time. McCain. <laughs> They wanted to get Megan McCain. Megan, um, what do you think of Elizabeth? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. when you said Nicole Wallace, I literally thought yeah. you were like kidding. I was like, who is that? <laughs> the thing is, I, I see honestly, her now. I don't know who that is. I see oh, her now God. in like a lot of like commentary clips on like MSNBC type stuff because I think she has a show there. But yeah, as a and she's pretty good. But as a view person she just like totally didn't register i don't think at all i think she was just wronged by the era that she was hired i think right if she was yeah because i since this is an episode about firings and disappointments it's um i was really upset when they fired nicole because she was she got along well with the panelists I like Google image her and one of them is just her face and uh, it says backstabber underneath. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Bill Getty firing. Um, and she, Nicole was also like, she was really qualified yeah. as a political commentator mm-hmm. because she had worked for, I almost said Sarah Paulson. <laughs> the Sarah Paulson oh, administration. Oh, yeah. At this point in Sarah Paulson's career, you are pretty damn qualified. <laughs> I mean, at this point in the her. world, she could be president. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she worked for the Bush administration mm-hmm. and... And she said she was on vacation for, I think, her honeymoon during his bad response to Katrina. Oh, so no. When Rosie, like, pressed her on it so she could be like, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. And why am I not... Like, what is her name? What's wrong with me? Um, Who? Whom? The governor of Alaska. Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah. So she had a notorious <laughs> oh, fight yeah, with Sarah Palin because right. she worked with Sarah Palin. And she is the reason when Sarah Palin did that interview with, oh my God, how Katie old Couric. am I? Katie Couric. And she <laughs> asked. like RuPaul. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> and she asked her about like, what do you read? And she asked her all of those oh, yeah. questions and, mm-hmm. and she yeah. floundered. It was Nicole Wallace that like, I guess like, was her media coach at the time. Okay. So Sarah was oh blaming Nicole. Sarah Paulson. Was, Sarah Paulson blamed um, <laughs> Nicole Wallace. On, oh, yeah. God. Just look it up. Sarah I'm not Paulson explaining it properly. Reed Just look it up. For not prepping her properly for the what interview. What a job being Sarah Palin's like media trainer. Yeah. Ugh. So that was That's like, that was parts. an interesting hire on The View. But, yeah, it was. Um, but then like obviously Rosie left and the other Rosie left and then they hired all of these like pop culture people like Michelle Collins uh-huh. and blah, 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 blah. So like she made no sense anymore sitting right. next to Raven Simone. But I thought she was good. But anyways, the, the like, why are we talking about this? Because I was like, <laughs> I don't like, know who that Nicole is. <laughs> oh, I've like, always I've wanted Sarah to... Paulson, but not Nicole Wallace. <laughs> I've always wanted to bring up Nicole Wallace, but like. It wasn't the right time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So enough of this like horrible like space that I'm in right now Uh about Jedediah and (laughs) Megan McCain and Nicole Wallace and Sarah Paulson. Sarah Palin. (laughs) Sarah Paulson. Um, Katie Couric. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about hot topics instead. Um, The main hot topics of the past couple of weeks Mm -hmm. were all about 
the NFL, obviously, right. and like Sunny was kind of killing it, and also yeah. a lot about Puerto Rico, which again, Sunny was like killing it. Uh-huh. Um, because I, I didn't realize that she has like family in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So she was doing these like Twitter things where she was explaining the Jones Act, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico pays a lot. The reason, okay, when Trump tweeted like they're bankrupt and they're already doing right, shitty. But they owe money to Wall Street. Yeah. Oh. It's like a really obviously shitty thing to say. And Sonny was saying that it's because um, they still pay taxes. Sorry, I'm going to. Because Puerto Rico has to buy everything from the United States. Yeah. So because of the Jones Act, which Mm -hmm. Sunny is on Twitter talking about, supplies that go to Puerto Rico have to go to the U.S. first and can only be carried on a U.S. ship with U.S. citizens. So they pay double for everything they have. Like, and like they can't like companies in Puerto Rico can't get um, their products made in like. Like the way that Trump gets his products made in Mexico and in China, they right. can't do that. It has to be American made. Yeah. So everything costs so mm-hmm. much more. And that's and, why they're like seventy yeah, billion. Yeah, and they don't debt. have a bankruptcy laws. Like if you are in debt, there you can't just claim bankruptcy and have it written off for you the way that Trump did three times with his businesses, right. as Sunny said. And he even had a resort there that failed that he claimed bankruptcy on because he because his company is based in the mainland united states he could do that people in puerto rico can't do that yeah sunny did really good research for that episode yeah yeah and then i just repeated (laughs) i was thinking like i think i listened to a podcast on everything that's being said right now i was like oh it's i think it was was on that episode of you it was yeah yeah. so like those were the big topics and like it was nice to see sunny like this is her area Mm -hmm. like this is where she like i thought they did a good job with the nfl stuff too because i was saying that i was in vancouver for a few days in the past week and so i had some few episodes that i was like well i guess i won't see them but then i just crashed watched them all at the airport Mm -hmm. and there was so it was just like all this nfl stuff but there was like a whole like 20 minute part where they were like really getting into it and they were all pretty like passionate about what they were saying and Mm -hmm. i was like this is when the view i think is like at its best today is when they're having like pretty relevant discussions and they all sound you know informed and intelligent on it and, and it would be they nice care to too. get um jedediah's perspective yeah anyways. for sure <laughs> she was gone what were you doing in vancouver by the way um my boyfriend had a photo accepted to an art gallery on one of the islands off the coast and so he's still there till tonight and i just went for a shorter time some you're like i have a podcast too yeah i have so many <laughs> yeah i have on. so many episodes of the view that are gonna pile up <laughs> yeah yeah i just didn't have enough vacation days so he has been there for quite a while mm-hmm. wow he's missed a lot of the view so i'll have to update him when he gets back Oh, well, he can just listen to this. <laughs> yes. He can, well, if he can make it through us talking about Jedediah, then he, yeah. then he can make it through anything. Um, so those are like the big hot topics, but the ones that I want to talk about are... Um, <laughs> so that was the important stuff. Yeah. Now like we're going to talk about what we thought event. was cute. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, there's so there were so many like good, cute topics. Um, one of them being, the question is, do you have a good side? And Whoopi says, reportedly, Barbara Streisand will only be photographed by her good side. Apparently, not everybody knows that there are good sides. Sunny was very surprised to discover mm-hmm. that some people have a good side. Um, Sunny was so like, I literally say. just found out about porn two days ago, <laughs> yeah. so I'm a little behind. Yeah. There's so much to say about a clip that I just saw an hour ago. But <laughs> yeah. I, like, Sunny is continuously revealing herself to be a little out of touch. 
I remember when Barbara Streisand was on Rosie O'Donnell's show and sat on the other side of the table <laughs> and as like a nine-year-old, 10-year-old being like, what is going on yeah. right now? And Joy got in a zinger about Sunny that I don't think anyone really caught, which was that they've moved Sunny so that her right side is now showing. Uh-huh. Right. But in her old seat, her left side was showing. And they did like a side-by-side They did a side-by-side and Joy's like... Because Sonny's like, I don't know if I have a better mm-hmm. side. So they put the two pictures up and Joy's like, yeah, the left. Your left looks really great. <laughs> and yeah, meanwhile, she's like, <laughs> she's well, never only seen the right full right. body. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. So my question to you guys is, do you have a good side? I Yeah, I do. Like, there's definitely an angle I prefer to be photographed at. Which angle? It's the one where my hair covers most of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what about you? I have it, but it's not something like Barbara Streisand where I have it on file and I would know to like turn the right uh-huh. way. It's kind of like I'm taking pictures. I'm like, oh, I prefer this more. And then when it gets to like a crunch moment where I'm like, oh, I should show off the better side. Like I can't actually remember which one it was. Oh my God. So I know my good side like so well. And when I see myself from the other side, I like don't recognize myself. <laughs> I, cause I actually like, I, every time I take a selfie, I've realized that I'm doing the exact same thing. And I just now like caught onto myself mm-hmm. and I, it's making me like post less often because I'm like, people are going to notice that I, they're gonna be like, we've right. only ever seen this side of him, which is not like no one obviously no one's actually going to notice but like it's made me like think about it like yeah. i have a barbara streisand side <laughs> there's like a really weird part of this clip too where sunny basically like canonizes oh Whoopi's face yes. oh it's so weird and like sunny's like laughing about it and it's like Whoopi, i think we i think we <laughs> talked about this earlier and like sunny's laughing it cuts to Whoopi, and she's like completely dead it's like uh-huh maybe yeah it's <laughs> like i was watching uh, sister act with my son and the audience starts clapping to be like yes sister act <laughs> we remember it and Sonny's like um and my 15 year old son asked me oh my god is that Whoopi?" and i was like yeah that's Whoopi." he was like oh my god she's so pretty and i said well she's still pretty and like i think in Sonny's moment it was supposed to be like a big complimentary moment, but it came across so uncomfortable. I definitely yeah. have been in that situation where I've like thought that I was giving a compliment and then it's like, oh. They're taking it the abs- the Like when you say way. like, you look nice today. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's like, okay, the movie's like 25 years old or something. So then mm. Sunny has to be like, and you look the same today. And then she was like, yeah. you have an iconic face. Iconic yeah. Face. <laughs> Whoopi was like, I have a great face. And then yeah. like changed yeah. the subject. Because <laughs> yeah. Whoopi originally goes, This is my best side, and it's like a head-on shot uh-huh. of her. She's like everywhere is and, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they and then Joy tries to like make it less awkward by being like, Well, you know what? Like ev- why don't we just stop trying to tell people what is beautiful, like what their good side is? Because we're just sick of hearing what's beautiful. And then Whoopi ends it by being like, and some of us never bought it to begin with. <laughs> like to to bring it back to like this idea of like oh I don't care what I look like like huh yeah like I wear Crocs I don't care what I look like yeah God bless Joy I'm just like I I really really love Whoopi I respect Whoopi but I, sometimes I feel like this whole act of her being like I don't give two farts anything. is yeah. a little bit tired yeah it is yeah I mean they were doing the skit on SNL like seven or eight years ago where it was basically like Whoopi doesn't give a shit about uh-huh. anything and she still is the exact like she yeah. acts like all of this is just it's not even yeah. like it's below her but just like she doesn't care it's a very she like specific home. like viewpoint 
And I think it reveals more about herself than she has any idea of how much it truly reveals about like her inner workings. Well, yeah, but also like she doesn't, I get it. Like she doesn't have to off camera. I know she's a completely different person. Like uh, even just like hearing like, things that Sherry Shepard has said about Whoopi. Like, oh, yeah. Like, huh. I think I talked about it on the podcast once before how, like, when Sherry got hired on The View, Whoopi took her shopping, mm-hmm. which just even those words, I'm like, yeah. Whoopi goes yeah. shopping. Yeah. Whoopi took her the shopping to, like, expensive store uh, clothing stores and, like, bought Sherry an entire new wardrobe. Uh-huh. And it's like, you would never think... Because Whoopi just that, projects this yeah. image of like... You would like, never think that like Whoopi and Sherry are living this off-camera life of sisterhood. like pretty woman. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoopi also <laughs> likes to make it feel like she doesn't care about like her appearance or her clothes. Like yeah. she just like walks into her closet with her eyes closed and like grabs something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what she brings to work. Yes. Um, so another one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they talked about dating which is great because none of them are dating. Um, (laughs) So so Whoopi said, apparently a lot of people find it a turnoff when someone is too interested in them. Do you find it a turnoff when someone is calling you all the time and wants to spend too much time with you? So is it a turnoff when someone is like interested in you basically? One of them made a good point in saying like, if you don't know me at all, like you don't really yeah. know my personality yet. Like, why are you like rapturously yes. wanting like, to spend Like, why do you time like me, me so much yeah. when it feels like you don't even know that much about me? And so one of them said that, and then a couple of other. I, I wish I remembered who it was, but a couple of the other ladies were like, "Well, that just like take it. Like they like you. Like they don't need to know everything about you." But I agree with the first point of view. I do think it. I do get a little bit like apprehensive when it feels like someone likes me for absolutely no reason yeah yes i agree it's like as an experiment like i did i did dating recently yeah. which <laughs> is we, not well we both dabbled in, yeah. in dating we both recently. like tried <laughs> some dating this summer and <laughs> like i never thought i would say this but like i um like i i like i was in that situation where i was like like why are you acting like you like me just like relax because you you don't like know enough about me to like like me this much Mm -hmm. but i think like maybe that's just a normal thing is like how people that's just people people, being nice yeah maybe just like normal people are like oh i like you you like me like okay that's it yeah (laughs) whereas i am like up at night being like but you like me too much (laughs) like why did they text me back (laughs) maybe that's more something that i have to work with on myself to be like why does it seem bizarre to me that like yeah i don't know sunny revealed that she was the one that was chasing her husband Uh uh-huh yeah and he maybe wasn't so crazy about her <laughs> um have you guys heard demi lovato's new song called daddy issues because i okay i, I saw some instagram stories yeah, where it was playing listening to it be on your recommendation uh-huh. but it was a it was a little too like uh yelly for me it, is so it? early in the morning <laughs> she really starts out strong so i i had to it's i'll a, revisit it's a really yelly song uh-huh. but like lyrically it's it resonated with it, you like, it's gonna hit a lot of people where it hurts is yeah all she was like not um skirting around it yeah yeah i'll I, say that i like retweeted something that was like someone being like um 
me last week, Demi Lovato is overrated, me this week. And it was just a clip of Oprah talking about Gail. Oh, yeah. like, she is the she sister is I've the never sister had. <laughs> the friend that everyone deserves. And that's exactly how I feel about Demi Lovato's daddy issues right now. Mm-hmm. What was the clip we watched that took like a crazy turn at the end? Oh, so yeah, let's talk about this one. Um, so they were talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, the topic was a preview of keeping up with the of keeping up with the Kardashians. A preview of keeping up with the Kardashians showed Kim Kardashian talking about how she got a heads up about Caitlyn's book, mm-hmm. and um, that just like kind of as an aside or like in an email or something. Um, the she found out that in the book Caitlyn says that Robert Kardashian, her dad, knew that OJ was guilty but joined the defense team to get back at his remarried ex. Uh-huh. And so they were like, "Was is that like crossing the family line? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like even though it's been years and like they've all never had a problem with this, in this episode they kept like like messing up the, um, the pronouns. <laughs> and yes. so all yeah. of them kept being like, well then, because he, uh, 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 <laughs> like they were yeah. all thinking yeah. out about it, and I think it's because they were thinking about like the past tense of like Chris remarrying, and so like they the kept parentage. Getting, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How so they kept Caitlin like goofing them. it up. Yeah, Joy messed it up, and like, I, like you could just see, like it's one thing to mess it up behind someone's back, and then be like, oh fuck, like, yeah. But to say it like on TV in front of people, yes. the look like you could their expressions after each of them fucked it up, they just were like, Am I fired yes. now? Like, <laughs> yes. like Joy did it and then she was like she was like, Oh no, I mean and then she like repeated it by accident and mm. said it twice. And, and then, then Sarah did it. And I don't know if anyone remembers the last time Sarah swore. <laughs> swore for eighteen seconds. <laughs> so she like said he and then she was like, Shit, fuck yeah. Dick cunt like it just and went on and on. A and moment on. of silence. Like they like so long. It's not even a bleep. It's like they completely cut off the audio for what feels like a minute. It's so yeah, long. Like every time Sarah swears, they bleep her for yeah. several minutes. Like maybe they want to keep she... like some impression of her as nice <laughs> what is and she perfect. saying. But it makes it seem like as if she's saying even more yeah. than what yeah. <laughs> was. Because when I was said. at home, and all of a sudden there was just like 10 seconds of silence. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, did she say some like transphobic yeah. comment or she something? Just, but in reality, she, she just like, like said shit. She was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you can't hear it. She's got her hands over her mouth. And Whoopi like bursts out yeah. laughing. So you know it was something good. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, Sarah. Um, But like back to the topic. Do you... <laughs> They changed headings, remember? Right. So the question was first, like, first was like, does it break family code for Caitlyn to write a memoir where she trashes Rob Kardashian, uh given that her step, that's her stepkid's (laughs) dad? And like, I think, yes. Yeah, I think that, like, okay, I think that it's a messed up thing to do if what Caitlyn wrote in the book is something that they had never talked about you know what I mean like amongst themselves like if Caitlyn had never said to the rest of the family like I think that your dad did it as revenge on me and Chris yeah like 
if that had already been something they had talked about, it wouldn't have been like such a surprise to see it in the book. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting the impression that like this is the first time that they've ever heard this point of view from Caitlin. Yeah. And like you just don't need to say it either. Like every like Caitlin has said that she thinks OJ is guilty Mm -hmm. and feels strongly about it. And like you just you don't have to like publicly say to everyone that you think Rob Kardashian knew. But what Joy said, and I think is probably true, is like, well, then you wouldn't have a book. So like you Mm -hmm. you put that in there so that you would get people talking the way that they talked about it and the way that we're talking about it. So now people are like, I want to read that book. But it's not like she's hard up for cash. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at this point it's like the three girls and their mother like rob kardashian isn't alive so the choice was made to like say something that would hurt them and yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know what's going on like i have i haven't been keeping up so i i just don't know what's going on with that family like kylie's pregnant chloe's mm-hmm. pregnant like kim's surrogate is pregnant they're not speaking to caitlin like, i think that like in maybe Like, maybe this is completely not the truth, but in what I like to believe for myself is that every single time that, like, things in that family start to calm down and Kendall's like, okay, I'm I'm going to come come out out of the closet. I'm going to (laughs) come out. One of the other members of the family is like, it's like that, it's the hold my beer meme. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, hold my way hairspray. And they decide to do something that's, like, even more, like... Pushing her deeper into the closet every single time this one's like interesting though because sometimes they do celebrity topics and Whoopi is very clearly like why are we talking about this Mm -hmm. why am i introducing this and then other times she's like perfectly fine because it's oj it gets people talking people love talking about oj yeah orange juice uncle juice right (laughs) 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 okay so they also talked about um weddings Oh, yeah. Wedding season is probably going to pick back up again. People do fall weddings, right? I would say this is like the end of wedding season. <coughs> okay. So but if like, you're having a fall wedding, you're not the majority. No. I still am waiting to go to a wedding. I like I haven't been to a wedding <laughs> since I was a child. Yeah, me too. I was just saying this clip was sort of triggering for me because I made up a little fib to get out <laughs> of a family friend wedding last night. Not to my parents. He's they were well fibber. aware. But I just pretended I was still in Vancouver to the girl who I've like known my whole life, who's my dad's friend's daughter. Oh my god! Because I didn't god. feel like going. Is this like a f- true friend or it's like no. a family? It's like a family friend. friend. Yeah. Well, she's gonna. Little do you know, yeah. she's a big fan. She's a big fan of the show. Oh my god. I so. also skipped her sister's wedding, but that's okay. Oh well, you just had to be fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 You of can't course. favor one. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. So they were talking about cash bars. So there was a. I don't know what Red Book is. I'm going to assume but it's a magazine. It's like women's health type magazine. Um, so it warns that if you're planning on having a cash bar, you're the worst person. Guests are spending <laughs> a lot of time and money on you. So don't cut corners elsewhere. Or so so cut corners elsewhere mm-hmm. instead of the bar and keep an open bar. Yeah. So the question was, is a cash bar tacky? And like Whoopi made it clear that like this was aimed at people who quote unquote have money. Right. Yeah. So they're not talking about just like your, like you or I. Yeah, because if you 
can't afford it. Like, what are you supposed to do? Just like not. Well, honestly, like, why are people getting married anyway? But like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they proposed like having a dry wedding, and everyone right. like freaked out. And Sunny, and Sunny, Sunny told was some like, story. Was was like, she, like, I went to a dry <laughs> wedding in Tennessee. <laughs> it was a dry county, and we brought moonshine. So they were like, then that's not dry. You were just like yeah. wasted off of potato and, like, water. Moonshine. <laughs> You just like roll into a wedding completely drunk. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't you like, <laughs> why did you put moonshine in the flask? Couldn't like, you couldn't have you got normal liquor? Or, like, yeah. Something? yeah. Oh my God. Um, I always used to say like, I had a friend who was engaged like when she was like 19 or 20 to uh-huh. an older man. Oh. And it was like a horrible time in our lives. And we were like, what? You're making the biggest mistake of your life. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It, thankfully didn't pan out they never got married they broke up everything's fine she's she's thriving (laughs) but like at the time i would be like if you can't if you're a teenager and you Mm -hmm. can't afford an open bar at your wedding then you're not old enough to get married and like i've just like kept that logic like if you can't afford an open bar then you shouldn't be getting married is what i've always said right but now i'm like we're living in the apocalypse and yeah. like, who can afford an open bar? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Who can afford the whole thing? Like if I was yeah. going to like a Kardashian, if I was going to like Kendall and Cara Delevingne's lesbian wedding <laughs> and there was, a, and cash there was a cash bar, I would, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I, me and Sarah Paulson <laughs> would be drinking moonshine in the bathroom. But if I was going to just a norm, like a regular person's wedding, I wouldn't, I don't think I would expect a cash bar at, in yeah. the year 2017. I went to a wedding once that was like open bar until like 7 or 8 p.m. And then it became oh a cash bar. But it probably lasted oh. until like 5.30. Everyone, like, <laughs> everyone was yeah. just going and getting two drinks yeah. every time they went up. Yeah. Mm, like, that's good. That's better. That's like probably a more affordable option and you don't look tacky. Yeah. Like, but, I, yeah, I don't think it's tacky, but like. Yeah, I would think that it was tacky if if you were like a a millionaire, a billionaire. <laughs> I would think it's tacky. But otherwise, yeah, I would not expect I wouldn't expect an open bar. I went to a family wedding once where like all the old Italian people were like so scandalized about how many bottles of wine were on the table. Like they're like, "Oh, there's <laughs> only one white and one red. Like we're out already." It was like the little there should scandal be a bottle of the community. Person. Yeah, it was like they kept going around each other's tables and making cracks about how there was only two bottles of wine on the table. When was it? How old? When, when was this? It was about 10 years ago. And oh. it was my cousin who was like divorced within a year. Oh. oh. Also, like if you're so at they, someone's yeah, they, wedding, yeah. don't make fun of the wedding while no you're at kidding. the wedding. It's not <laughs> for weddings where you're like, you yeah. know that show where they critique the <laughs> yes. wedding. Yes. That show is good though. Actually... I read that they're com- that show is coming back with a twist. Yes. And I think it's that they're all friends now. Like Okay, they all know each other. The women that critique the yeah. weddings on four weddings have to all know each other oh already. <laughs> so you have to first of all, you have to cast <laughs> groups of women who are all friends who are all getting married. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a script of Sex and the City 3 that we'll never Ooh, see happen yeah. because <laughs> Kim Cattrall has put her foot down. <laughs> oh, did she? I yeah. didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's do one last topic um kind of on the theme of weddings a bit um giving advice to adult children oh, so a dad apparently wrote into an advice column because his daughter is dating a man who is twice her age and is also married with children 
and the dad is worried that the her her dad uh-huh. is worried that if he refuses to meet the guy that it'll push her closer to him and they were just like what would you do this clip took like a wild turn at the very end but I'll, we can save that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you had a child <laughs> who was like does it say her age 23 they said okay and they're dating someone who is like I guess like fifty uh-huh. something. It's not even like the age that was like the the most like conflicting part. It was the fact that like he's married with kids. Right. It's like you're effing up a whole other family's life. Yeah. So like, what would you say to your daughter? Be like, don't do it, dummy. <laughs> like, smarten up. Yeah, I don't think that would necessarily push them closer to the so guy. like far, oh, farther away from you and like so that they wouldn't even like maybe it'll push them farther away from you but as uh-huh. far as that relationship there's nothing you can do something i've learned in my almost 27 years of, of life is that yeah of being a dad is that you <laughs> yeah. there's nothing you can say to anyone about their relationship in any situation that will ever like no. make them break you up. can like literally be like here are the photos he of them. He murdered my family. <laughs> they like he like slept with this other girl and yes. then murdered her and I have the photos and like your friend will be like why I don't know why you would bring this up to me right now there, we're at lunch like we're having a great day. <laughs> There's nothing that demonstrates this better. And I don't even religiously watch Real Housewives of New York, but there's nothing (laughs) that like demonstrates it better than Luann in the past two seasons because she, her, the Countess. Yes. Her fiance, (laughs) she gave up her title. Her fiance (laughs) cheated on her Uh with proof Uh and she still married him Uh and then divorced him at the end of the season. Like 10 months later. (laughs) Yeah. So there's just truly like nothing. It's like you when can people say. get like dickmatized, nothing <laughs> will n- not. And it goes like <coughs> it, it, like gay or straight. It goes with like with girls too. Like once you have it in your head, doesn't matter. Like all of the proof and what and what anyone's gonna tell you. Sometimes you just like won't snap out of it. Yeah, you no one will. You just cannot snap no. out of it. I I've just seen it too many times. Actually. When I was in high school, my sister was like 18 and she was dating an older guy and it was probably like hell for my, okay, he literally like lived in a van also (laughs) and it was probably like hell for my mom. And, but she had no choice to just mm-hmm. let she was like obviously break up with him this is stupid this sucks but she just had to like let it play out and it did and that's like all you can do and you just like hope that yeah nobody dies yeah like <laughs> that's all we can hope for so that's my advice to my child <laughs> if they were dating a married man it's terrible though like I guess like my real advice would be like think about if if you were this family, like think about like how this is going to hurt them. Like, and just think about that. You do you boo. What would you say to your daughter, Rob? I think there's something about, um, driving, like showing that you're not for the relationship would drive the person closer to them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I actually think about, there was a time when my sister's friend was dating like some older guy who was like in his forties and she would have been like 20 on the dot. And it's a girl. Um, and my parents like, were just like, 
kind of talked to my sister because my sister had concerns about it. So my parents were talking to my sister and they were saying things like that they'd seen friends in the past, like, you know, in their youth that had bad dating situations and similar things. And I think that's a way you could relate to your kid, like show them that you're not just a parent, but like you're a person who has had a social life in your past and Mm -hmm. has had a dating life and has seen good and bad relationships. Like that resonated to me. It made me think like, oh yeah, my parents, like maybe they have some life experience as young Mm -hmm. people. Sometimes I forget that. And like, maybe that's the way to connect with your child in that situation. I don't know. Yeah. And if you haven't then lie then just make up a bad story and say yeah. like, i yeah. saw it go really bad this is actually a storyline on 90 day yes, fiance which <laughs> i didn't know i didn't even know you were watching what? i am lo- have you ever seen no, it so 90 day fiance is this show yes. where couples like in order to i think there's like a 90 day waiting period to get a visa if you want to marry someone from out of the country okay. or and, something. and so if you are engaged to get married the person only has 90 days in in your country before you either have to get married or they have to move back. Yes. So this show, a lot like Catfish, mm-hmm. um, follows these couples who have never met in real life, but they have been like online dating for years. And some of them have never spoken on the phone. Others have like FaceTimed and mm-hmm. like whatever. But one of the storylines is an older woman who has two kids. Mm-hmm. She's like in her forties, I guess. Like it's not she's not like who looks like elderly she's going or out for a part of like Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, like she's very she puts a lot of work into herself. Yeah. I will say uh-huh. that's a good um, way of putting it. <laughs> and yeah, she like wears a lot of makeup and like is like doing the Kardashian like, uh-huh. look. Um, and so his, I guess her, her fiance is in fiance Denmark. Fiance is like Sweden. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah, in his head. Looked, in his head. He he's like a really really tall. Where are they? In Denmark. Uh, Amsterdam, I think. Amsterdam. Yes. It is Amsterdam. <laughs> he's like a tall, beautiful, gorgeous model, and. I thought for sure she was going to get catfish. Yes. But she like flies over there and he's like, I'm Jesse. And he turns out to be crazy. But he's like, like a control freak. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but the whole thing is like his parents being like, well, what's in it for you to like marry this woman? Yeah. Well, his mom is a white woman with dreads. dreads. <laughs> and his stepdad is like a, a circus performer. Like, I think he's literally a circus performer yeah. and he's like very, like their excuses, like he's he always says what's on his mind. So they went for dinner, and the the stepdad was like, "So what's in it for like yeah. for you? Because and, she's so old. Like you're obviously out of her league." And she just like had to take it. Like yeah, she, just, she was, was like, like, "Oh well, I really love him." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah, anyway, it's such a good show. You should watch it. I There's can't other... believe we didn't realize I... that we were both watching it. And now we just have like hijacked the podcast. I'm obsessed with it. Like there's other ones. Like there's um there's this guy who's like uh, maybe like 50. And he goes to Haiti to marry oh a 19 year old. And she is and she clear... has another boyfriend <laughs> yeah, who's the same. 60. Who's she like, has another yeah. boyfriend who is 60. And she is clearly just like looking for a sugar daddy and she does not give a fuck about them but she's still doing the show she has a panty selling business she's yeah (laughs) so he brought over thousands of dollars worth of underwear for her to sell look at all the panties i brought you you're gonna make so much money (laughs) but like she is shamelessly like it's so obvious if you're watching the show that she is just looking for sugar daddy she mixes up her sugar daddy's yeah, name. Yeah, she'd be like, I love, I, I love Chris. I can't 
like i can't imagine my life without him the and producer. the producers will be like you mean sean and she's like oh uh, stupid me like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is who she's like like they're on a show about getting married so like yeah she, like he's <laughs> like this is the love of my life i i just can't wait to take her back to america and she's just like like can't even keep their names straight. Yeah. it's just oh it's such a great show so <laughs> i mean yeah yeah that's and, and that's but that, anyway that's but all that i have to was, say yeah it's perfect um, this clip wrapped up with sarah talking about her mom having an issue with her brother coming out of the oh, closet yes. oh yeah and driving to see him at university mm-hmm. i guess and bringing a small purple teletubby because it's a gay one yeah and Whoopi was just like yeah because sarah was saying like Sarah was saying it's hard for parents to like accept like odd dating scenarios. And she was like, my brother came out of the closet. My mom was so like, like didn't immediately like get it. But like a week after, even though she hadn't like fully come to her own terms with it was like trying to like extend the olive branch by bringing him this gay Teletubby, which is really cute. But like, I could have listened to, the co-host talk about the gay Teletubby, the gay Teletubby. for forever because <laughs> they like, were all just what? like yeah there's a gay one there's a gay one but they don't even have genitalia yeah. and they're all like well yeah it's the gay one whoopee like <laughs> accept it but how does sunny know that there's a gay Teletubby but and- she doesn't know that there's <laughs> porn on the internet porn. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, oh my god okay so let's wrap this up with something fun <laughs> a live performance of me singing the Joanne album starts. <laughs> um, no. Um, so for this install, this week's installment of um, the view theater, I've selected a clip that I thought you might like Rob. It's a it's Sherry a clip. Um, <laughs> I was saying before, I like this clip because it's an example of Barbara sort of doing a story on 2020 or an interview and on a certain topic and then coming to the view and being like just to let expert. everyone know i am the expert <laughs> voice on this topic yeah and now i'm going to like, no one knew tell about you about this and no one knew I about it, it until 2020 aired last week so i don't know what the original conversation was about but i basically they were talking about like if you had a son would you let him wear dresses if you wanted and like play with girls toys or mm-hmm. like our gender roles like the be all and end all for you. Yeah. And everyone was kind of just like, yeah, like she can wear a dress. I don't care. And then Sherry was like, <laughs> like shaking in the corner, like so angry. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, if a teacher, if I sent my son to school and he, a teacher let him wear a dress. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was pissed. I think off. it's something like there's a bunch of toys and dresses and dress up stuff at school. And a teacher let a boy put on a dress. Okay, yeah. So Sherry's like thinking of her son being at school. Yeah. Yeah. She's so. like, not on this flat earth is my son <laughs> ever going to set foot <laughs> in an open toe flat. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like an example of Sherry just kind of like figuring out her view on things like as yeah. she's saying on yeah, television. Because <laughs> yeah. by the end she's like, maybe <laughs> anyways it's we're gonna act it out for you um we have a barber roll a joy roll and a sherry roll and a whoopee and a whoopee roll oh so i maybe joy and whoopee will be the same person um you can be barbara i can't be sherry i won't okay, do a good okay. enough well, job you have at to it, be joy and whoopee. i'll be joy whoopee okay. <laughs> okay okay are we ready yeah yes action 
we did a special last year that was so important in which we discussed transgender children. I'm not saying this child is, but very often transgender children are children who really, boys who want to wear girls' clothes. It's the <laughs> beginning, so I, I think this doesn't label a child, but I think it's time for a teacher to say to a parent, look, I just think you should know about this. What is your lip doing? Would it bother you? Mm-hmm. What would bother you? If I found out my teacher, if I found out my a teacher let my son put a dress on, I would be mad as all get up. I don't want my son wearing a, you know, because I, my son, this is what you wear. This is what your sister wears. And this is my opinion. And that's fine. But I don't want my son wearing a dress. When you get 18 and you want to wear a dress and you get out the house, you can put a dress on. What would you do if you found out you had a transgender child? You want to be transgender when you get out the house. No, no, no. This is not a matter of choice. You know what? My son, I'm his mother. He will not be wearing a dress. Well, let me ask you this. Because I think at two or three, they're just thinking, oh, new stuff to play with and roll around on. That's okay. And just wait, wait, wait. So I wonder if we're rushing to label what used to be called imaginative behavior as something that is already. Now, also, we were saying you would give a boy a doll. It's very funny. We don't call boys dolls dolls. We call them action figures. No, but they're not dressing and undressing them. Yes, they are. They put clothes on G.I. Joe. He has different uniforms. He got hats. I'm telling you, he might as well be Barbie. But I'm not saying that you label a child. And you know... Excuse me! <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not saying that you label a child. I am saying that parents care. And they should also care what's going on in the nursery. Whether it's trying on a dress or maybe other things. Not to label, but just to say, do you know about this? And by the way, transgender <laughs> children very often know by two. But I'm not, I'm not just saying, I'm just saying don't label them. Don't say anything. Just say, by the way, you should know. It seems, Sherry, like you feel it's more important. The dress is more significant than, let's say, when I was a kid, I had holsters. I have a picture of myself as a little cowgirl with uh, guns. I'm not a gun person now. Rob. I'm against guns. <laughs> So I don't know why that's more important. And I don't know. Well, I just don't know if people think that I'd be running around going, you can't wear a dress. Why are you putting on a dress or take your dress off? Oh, that's because I'm not going to be doing. No, that's not what I it's just. No, you you know what? This is what you wear, Jeffrey. You don't wear a dress. The dresses are for the girls. Girls wear dresses. Except in Scotland. Well, we don't live in Scotland. We live here. No, we don't live in Scotland. But you know what, Sherry, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. (laughs) Um, I completely forgot, like, the entire Sherry era with Barbara. I forgot that they had the worst dynamic. They were not huge fans. Every time Sherry would speak, Barbara would be like, excuse me. Like, like, she always would cut off Sherry and be like, actually, you're not speaking. I'm speaking. Like... (laughs) And I know Barbara probably didn't yell, excuse me. Yeah. But it's like emblematic of how they actually felt about each other. She had a super like passive aggressive tone with Sherry and sometimes Elizabeth, but like Sherry especially. But um... then you have that clip where Barbara, for some reason, says the N word. And Sherry's just like, Barbara, I was very uncomfortable with you just saying that. Because Sherry knows this is my one moment to like tell Barbara Walters, like, this is like Barbara's been like putting Putting me me down. down. She hired me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, this is my chance. Yeah, we'll do that another time. 
Um, I promise our next episode, I won't talk about Jedediah for three hours. She'll be like a phantom by that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope. <laughs> At that point, Sarah will have like gotten, given Have birth already yeah. yeah megan mccain will be, be in the like, moderator I'm really, chair so i'm really loving megan mccain <laughs> i think she's really bringing a great dynamic we'll be like oh my god love sarah paulson as yeah. like, <laughs> megan mccain's really shut sunny up it's great yeah <laughs> no i love sunny yeah oh um so thank you for doing this rob and thanks Mary, for having and me and uh have a great day everyone and take a little time to enjoy Jeffrey in a dress. <laughs> you can't wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>